When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. We are back with our Yellow Jackets coverage of Season 2, Episode 1, the premiere on Showtime. They dropped this episode on a Friday streaming, and then it'll air again tonight on Showtime, which is a crazy thing to do by Showtime. I love it. So we're recording this on Sunday. If my voice sounds a little scratchy. It's because I was at a bachelorette all weekend where me and one of the girls took an hour to watch Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Separately, we had a bunch of people watching with us, even though they had never seen the show, which kind of made me, you know, seize what up an, a little bit. But that's OK. What an, episode uh, I think, the, what an episode for them to see, too. <laughs> I know. I know. But before we jump into Yellow Jackets, really quickly, smash that subscribe button um, so you can get updates on all the episodes we drop. If you are watching season two, episode one of Yellow Jackets, and you have questions, we just happened to cover season one on the pod. And you can listen to that. And we, we deep dive it in five different episodes. You know, refresh your mind a little bit because there's a lot of stuff that happened. And it's really nice that we just covered it because we are so fresh and so ready to do this episode. It's called Friends, Romans, and Countrymen. We come back two months later in 1996 where we left season one. And then in current day, no time has passed at all, really, maybe a day or two. So I'm so excited to talk. It is me. It is Luke. It is Dave and Brian, the same squad. I'm going to throw it to them to talk about how they felt. Buzz, buzz, buzz. A rook no more. I am feeling good to be completely caught up. Premiere of season two. I couldn't be more excited for this show. Uh, if you did listen to our coverage, all four of us are literally buzzing about this show. We, we think very highly of it. And a lot happened this episode, so no complaints as far as just a season premiere. I think they got right back into it, um, and we get to see adult Lottie, which is great. Dude, I was so... It's great to be back, by the way. I just absolutely adore this show. Been eagerly waiting for this drop for weeks. I think like every weekend we went out, me and Luke would be in like our Ubers going out and be like, so is Yellow Jackets coming out soon or what? <laughs> you know. So finally we get here. I really think they upped the weirdness in like from season one which i didn't even think was possible but i'm all in for it because i think it was an incredible episode just so much weirdness just the yellow jackets like unique vibe is just it went hard this episode and i fucking loved it yeah nothing crazy i'm gonna say now it was awesome this pretty much met all my expectations and i actually checked earlier today and this is the second highest rated episode on imdb behind only the finale of season one and it's tied with the episode nine of season one so it's tied for the second highest ever i'm pretty sure uh i just i'm having internet issues here looking on my phone for yellow jacket season two but i think it originally premiered at 100 percent rotten tomatoes i think it's at like 94 percent now which 
it usually is pretty steady by this point. So I think everybody's going to love this. I think it's going to, this is when it's going to become a little bit more mainstream. And if I can just say one thing about spoilers for this episode that I'm so ecstatic about is that we get Jackie back and then we're going to have her for the Ooh. foreseeable future. And I'm so fucking hyped. Yeah, we we had guessed that if she came back, it would obviously just be some sort of hallucination or flashback or kind of ghost type figure. So this is good. And, you know, I'm going to have to say it. Weird wig for Jackie. I'm I'm the wig connoisseur on this <laughs> pod. Alice in the in the magicians, you know, Jackie in this. The wig is crazy. I don't know if she like chopped all of her hair off or something. Either way, love to have her back. Ella. We love you. Go go listen to our arcane coverage. <laughs> 100%. That stuff is some of the most interesting that I'm excited to dive into for sure. Interesting is one word for it. Yeah, right. And I'm super happy that this is going to be a major Lottie season. We all saw that coming, but I'm ready for it because she is going to be a very interesting major character. Lottie. Me. <laughs> <laughs> <was good>. Cuts. <laughs> all right. Are you ready to just dive right in? We're Just like Lorelei in her flashback, dive right in. Head dive first. right in. <laughs> Crack our or, skull. Or bleed in the pool. Or Mari in the pit. <laughs> well, Ooh. we we are going to start in the year of our Lord, 1996, as we do. We kick off with the song called 17, which is very apt. You know, the, the premise that used to be 17. These girls are thrusted into adulthood, of course, now that they've been in the wilderness for maybe four or five months, we could assume at this point. We open. It's like kind of this like nice song, snowy, wintry cabin. We get some flashes of all the people in the cabin. Van and Ty are tied together. We get a quick flash, but we'll talk about it down the road. Um, and really Nat and Travis are headed out for the hunt. Lottie gives them some sort of dirt mark. She sages them. She gives them a blood cocktail and sends them on their way. <laughs> and I then guess... draws a little symbol. So we're starting off strong. Yeah, I guess they just accept Lottie's magicness and they're just going along with it because better not to go against the grain. That weird scene. Yeah, especially coming from Travis and Jackie, or sorry, Travis and Natalie, who to me in the future especially seem like the least likely candidates of, you know, accepting Lottie. So it was interesting that we get them to right off the bat of kind of following Lottie's craziness a little bit. And I want them to dive so into the forest rituals and all of this. And that's that's what we're going to do. Even the the recap ends with Lottie saying and let darkness set us free. So I know that's going to be like a huge theme and that's what I'm craving because, and I hope they continue to toe the line of, is it real? Is it not? And then it keeps the the audience guessing. And then we'll get to a point where we'll get a hard answer of if the forest spirit matters at all. But it was weird seeing that just drink the blood. I also want to say Nat and Lottie were kind of button heads all episode. This is the first instance instance of that because Nat's like, Honestly, why are we doing this? It hasn't worked. Like we haven't found anything. And Lottie, of course, she has an answer. Well, you keep coming back alive, right? And she's like, "Well, oh, I guess Lottie." I'm and not drinking Lottie's blood. No, I am not am drinking that. Neither am I. <laughs> but this is just gonna eat us straight into 1998 really quick. We'll do this little little section of the episode, which was crazy. And Brian, how much is this like? giving you wild the wilds what we needed so much very much so yeah <laughs> yeah what we were missing from the wild season three four five six whenever they were going to give it to us really really missing that but seeing what about the girls manifest, though isn't that manifest like 
Uh, yeah, but none that, of us have like really seen that one's a little it. different. That one's a little different because they just show up and are like, "What's up?" No, they yeah. didn't even know they went missing. Right, right, right. Yeah, they. Yeah, it was oh, a blink of I an eye. I love that for you're them. bringing back Manifest, though. That yeah. was a great pilot. Listen to our pitch town really on Manifest. Good. Absolutely, um, but yeah, we're seeing the girls post extraction cameras, paparazzi, and I think which which was interesting. Something I caught in the second watch via closed captions is that they were found 600 miles north of the designated flight path, which is crazy. Like the plane was probably not going the right way the whole time to be 600 miles north is really wild. I know that's going to come back at some point into play. Like, that's probably why it took so long to find them. They're like, why would they have been all the way there? Or did they travel 600 miles north? To put it It'd in perspective, from Philadelphia, I think to Orlando is a thousand miles. Damn. So, yeah, being off by a little over half of that. So wow, that's to like put Canada. It in yeah, because mm-hmm. weren't they going to Washington? Am I misremembering that? I think they do are in Canada. Like if I had to guess, the cabin is probably somewhere in the fucking wilderness of Canada. Yeah, they were going to Washington. Yeah, yeah, it probably would be Canada then. So I wonder if like this mysterious power that we've been hinting at in season one is what like yeah, drew them in. to that location. The thing Canadian. I noticed, I yeah. what I noticed right away was we got confirmation here that Van survived it. If you saw, like she was in the little was she? Yeah, she I did was not one of the people. Van. Yeah, was, was there any other noteworthy people? Just just who we know was Misty. Ty there? Yeah, yeah I think we Ty did knows. see Ty, Tyisa, mm-hmm. Misty, Van. I don't know. Shauna, we didn't see Crystal. Okay, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get fucking pause and hold the brakes. Yeah. I knew that was going to stir the pot a little bit. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ! Oh man, no I can't wait either. to get there. But before we get there, so a quick, quick scene of Lottie. Still the same song happening, right? Lottie hasn't said a word since she's been home. We know that Lottie has like super rich parents, so and kind of absentee parents, maybe seemingly. And she's wandering around the house at weird hours. So they take her to a doctor where they start electroshock therapy, which is so crazy for 1998. Like you would think that seems like 40 years ago type thing, not a now. Agreed. Thing. Well, technically, agreed. 30. Well, I guess it's a little over 20 years. So it's not like too far wow. off. But yeah, wow. but, it is, <laughs> but it is wild that they immediately went to the uh, yeah shock therapy as the resort. And. That kind of explains why Lottie's probably a little crazy uh, in the head as an adult. So, Well, the dad certainly seemed intolerant of anything crazy and would probably just be like, send her to the institution. Yeah. Um, and then there's that scene where she kind of like comforts the other patient while she's like trying to self-harm herself. And that comes back into play with Travis later. She sees the same hallways that she saw when she got dunked by mm. Laura Lee. It, that with the candles in the hallway, it seems like they're underground somewhere, maybe a basement or some sort. Uh, she sees that during the electroshop therapy as well, which is just something to note because obviously, I mean, Lottie, something's happening with Lottie. She's making everyone see things. So, you know, it, we'll get to it. I'm sure it's going to be a gigantic thing this season. But yeah, the psych ward roommate thing. But it almost seems like she was like, they can help you like they helped me. So I was wondering if she was like, actually believing in what they did for her or if that was just like a mislead or something because the way she was talking to the patient made it seem like she wasn't like pissed to be there it might have been like a mislead to like 
just be kind of comforting to all the other patients so she could build this following kind of uh, maybe she wasn't planning to build the like she wasn't planning to build the following i think but in her mind she just genuinely like this is the kind of like the javi situation again where she gives that false hope of javi a little bit like she's giving this person false hope like oh yeah like i'm cured because i went through all this so i think it's more so just comfort and just a, a way to weasel her way into being like the unanimous top dog, I guess. But is it malicious or is no, it just... I wouldn't say it's malicious. She... No, I would say it's just her her bidding, yeah. kind of. I don't think it's malicious. I don't think anything Lottie does is malicious. She truly right, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm fucking bringing it up right now, then, since you said it. I'm Good. just going to put this theory out there that what if Thais's ghost demon thing is the bad guy and Lottie's ghost demon thing or whatever's possessing Lottie is, like, the good guy because... Technically, Lottie has helped them survive. You know, she's summoned the bear. She's been feeding them. Jackie was just an an unfortunate victim to her not being one with the forest or whatever, like everyone else was there. So I was just thinking, like, maybe Lottie is actually the good one here, even though we've kind of portrayed her to be a villain a little bit. So then follow up. Is the guy in in um Jackie's vision that is like the forest cabin, potentially the cabin daddy? And, you know, the vision when she's dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah is, of course that guy the the I good or know. bad in the, your theory i still don't know i really don't know okay. but i just think lottie could potentially be like we're just perceiving her incorrectly maybe she has been the reason they have survived so long so we'll see well, we're workshopping it i like oh. it dave we'll workshop almost killing travis seemed pretty gung-ho evil to me yeah yeah but you know leave it yeah. at that <laughs> that was like only one though that's like just one inst- i mean it's a pretty bad a instance. big one yeah it's a big instance but i mean i'm thinking of like taisa you know summoning her election with the the dog and everything like that's pretty fucked up too so yeah her last quote of season one was let the darkness overcome us or some shit like that i'm not getting good vibes from her although you were right about yefe so who am i to say and hefe continues to rise (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there (laughs) we will get there all right so now we're out we're back in 1996 and we're seeing Jackie and Shauna talking to her and then they're cutting to her being cold and dead and dead ass Jackie as Mari put one of the few funny things and good things she's ever said. Oh, Mari. <laughs> Mari such... But let's just talk about the whole bit of Shauna and Jackie all the way through. What are your thoughts besides us being really pumped that Jackie's actress can be back in the show? For the first like five seconds, I was like, what? what at what point did this conversation take place? Because if Jackie's alive, then you know this must be a flashback but then they're talking about how she's gonna like end up with jeff and so i'm like when did this happen and then when we see the lifeless body i'm like this is fucking messed up and shauna is going through it right now unfortunately but i thought it was so i did not expect that i thought that was really messed up that they she's just been preserving jackie's body in like the meat locker and just talking to it it's so weird well, I, I think that's a group decision and it kind of comes into play because they eat she eats her fucking ear later so i think that jackie is that totally going to be the the first person that they all eat collectively 100%. but my one thing that i took away from this besides the fact that i was just so ecstatic that she was back was there was a moment when they're talking about the origins of shauna and and jackie and jackie gives shauna new information that she didn't previously have talking about what I actually said right before that conversation with Jeff was I didn't want to have sex with him. So he, I wanted to break up with him. Something like that. I don't know if that's just like a weird little writing moment or if there is truly like this presence of Jackie being that ghost, which connects back to the, 
you know, that plane of existence when you die in the in-between? Like, is she, she capable of actually giving information or is this just all in Shauna's head? That's my question. So I think it's all in Shauna's head. Specifically, you're saying Shauna didn't know the detail that Jeff and Jackie's fight was about, oh, Jeff didn't know if he could be with someone who didn't want to have sex with him like right away. And Jackie, Shauna was like, oh, I, d- I didn't know it was about that. And Jackie was like, but you did know. Okay. Jackie, I don't think in this instance, they might do the whole spiritual plane thing later. But I think in this instance, Jackie is incapable of saying anything. Shauna didn't already know. So okay. it was kind of like a device to make her confront that truth. Gotcha. That she did just, know exactly yeah. what she was doing. She kissed first. She was just being a bad friend, which brings up the larger thing. What a horrible episode for Shauna, both young and old. I told you guys in the group chat how upon another, probably my fourth rewatch at this point, I was like, wow, Shauna is kind of not the best. Oh my gosh. Adult Shauna. I cannot wait to rip her to shreds. <laughs> I I still love adult Shauna. Young Shauna is just really going through it. Really? I, you you it, can't. Yeah. I I mean. That baby is chomping on the ear. That's all I got to say. The mm. baby is being fed. The baby's being fed. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> she, she, they're like arguing about something. She pushes her over. The ear fucking falls off. She pockets that shit. And that's out of control. As soon as she pocketed, I was like, that's the first cannibalistic thing. That's be eaten for sure. Just mm-hmm. I was like, she's going to eat it. So I want to shift over to what happens directly on screen after this, which Dave already hinted at is we just have a hard introduction to three plus new girls that I'm sure we're all going to have strong opinions about different aspects of this. But this new girl, Crystal, who's like the Hummer singer, whatever, that is almost awful writing to me at this point, because that is such an obvious and outgoing personality trait for her to have had zero impact. Oh, yeah, not. That's the weakest part of this whole entire episode, but we knew that going in that this was going to be baggage. I feel like the only way they addressed it was like the three randos were tabled off and were snootily like, ooh, I wonder what they're talking about, yeah. almost to suggest they've been standoffish towards the larger group the whole time. But I completely agree. That's that's a literal audio cue. If she's constantly singing and humming, like that would just be happening. She would have pissed someone else. Yeah, it's that's dumb. Like, I, I can't say. It's like Enough. five seconds of screen time they could have just added to like each episode legitimately, just like her singing and then people being like, shut the fuck up. And like, <laughs> that's it. I think that's all you need to address with them being their little corner. Ad writing aside, I am beyond excited to meet more of the girls on the Yellow Jackets. So, you know, yeah. just make sure they're good characters that they're going to add something to the story. I just think they're all dead. <laughs> I uh I totally agree. I was so icked by the singing piece of it. Normally that's something I would love and I was just like this feels like fan fiction. Like who mm-hmm. wrote this? Yeah. That's insane. But we'll, we'll again, I think we'll get to it a little later with the misty stuff with Crystal, but couldn't find their names by the way besides Crystal. I tried looking. Couldn't find yep. them yet. Interesting. Wild that like we didn't even get a name. Even Might not cast. even last that long. Yeah, exactly. So, I think that IMDb and stuff may not be updating. Did you check and see if Jackie was on the IMDb for this season, Ella? So one thing I wanted to say about that is she got a guest star credit. She was not part of the main cast. So that gets a little weird. Interesting. So my only thing was Alex was like, I'm so bummed. I don't understand why they didn't put a next week on, which I know you guys hate trailers and stuff, but like they didn't have a next week on. But I said, oh, it's probably because it doesn't actually air 
until Sunday. You know, they're not going to release the the next week on without the episode technically airing. You didn't you know? get the next episode preview? That was no, that's just I think that was like the season 2 trailer is what you saw. That's cuz I think I I saw what you were talking uh... about these times like it just kind of played into what seemed like the trailer like a well, lot you know of me happens. i turned it off immediately anyway yeah. but i saw I, that it was queuing up so that makes sense i watched yeah it. so i think maybe, <laughs> you would like some of those details about names and stuff they're trying to maybe keep tight to the vet chest Good, whatever. love it mm-hmm. i don't know maybe i'm giving them more credit who's to say but we get some of our uh, OGs. We got Ty and Van playing some paper football. They're really bored, you know, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but they quickly talk about how getting tied up is not great. Ty is more concerned than Van is. I think Van is really wanting to be there for Ty. And Ty's realizing, like, this is not good for you. You should just ditch me kind of sentiment. And Van's not having it. Van's a ride or die. That's our girl. I'm so excited if she survives. Wink, wink. <laughs> to see what their dynamic will be, you know, elsewhere. So I'm very excited to see how their relationship moves forward. Um, but another good conversation with the group is kind of the first group conversation. And the only funny thing about Mari is, is, is being like, what are we going to do about this? Like it's been two months. That's the two month reveal. And, you know, this is when we meet all the new characters, but it, it's a good point. And there, there is going to have to be, this is the number one thing I wanted to say is, Jackie's being eaten first. I thought it was Ben, but Luke said it already. It's definitely Jackie. My question is, is it going to be a last of a situation where someone kind of makes an executive decision to just cook up the body without telling anybody and feed it to them? Or is it going to be a group decision? It's got to be Lottie's decision. (laughs) Uh, We did see this episode that Shauna is responsible for cutting off the rations. So one day she could just be like, oh, Here's was, the rations. Yeah, this is. She was already dash. trying it out for herself at the end of this episode. Yeah, she had it raw too. She didn't even cook that ear. Shauna's wild. No further comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. So Shauna does come in with the meat, which Alex had said. Like, I want. I for one second thought it was going to be Jackie meat, which is fucking insane. I was thinking, is it still the bear? Do you think it's still the bear? It's possible. I mean, two months, depends how many there are. It's a pretty could be, big fucking bear, too. And if you be, like ration it out really small and you keep it in that meat freezer outside, like I'm sure it probably is still the bear. Yeah. But anyway, so as we move forward, Nat and Travis, they're out looking for Javi. You kind of you learn that they've been waking up at the crack ass of dawn to go search perimeters and go as far as they possibly can. I thought it was strictly hunting. But it's actually they're looking for Javi. Obviously, Travis is losing it a little bit. He's like really concerned. And Nat's like, there's no way in her brain. But she doesn't know how to get it across to Travis. Um, But they're extending the search perimeter. And all I could think about was, wow, if they're walking miles and miles and miles every day, how are they not just like decrepit people? Like they're not going to be able to sustain putting that much effort and exhaust. There's there's not enough calories in their body that they're ingesting to do that so much. But they do. It is justified. It wasn't until we see the map, but it, it is justified because if it was all centered around find, finding Javi, it's like, bro, he's he's dead, which yeah, he yeah, 100% yeah. is not dead because Lottie said he's not. So he's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's well, got to be alive. Oh. Well, well, he's I dead agree. now be, in present day because he was Adam. But in the <laughs> 90s, he's very much alive because yeah, he yeah, has think- to survive to become Adam. 
I think Lottie's word is law at this yeah. point. So if she says Javi's alive, Javi's fucking alive. She says Agreed. paper over plastic. Yeah, POP, paper, that's, that's law. law. People are just dealing with their traumas in just like horrible ways. Like Shauna just talking to a dead Jackie. Travis making Natalie hike with him miles every day to look for Javi. It's, it's just not healthy. I don't, I don't know. know how I feel about Natalie. Let's go back to Nat. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, you're kidding. No, no really? I'm saying, I'm saying the name like Nat. Oh, I Luke 100% when he said Natalie, I was like he's really trying something new here. We did yeah. 10 episodes of him not saying Natalie once yeah. and now he's saying Natalie. Bringing it out, yeah. Throwing me off. <laughs> Let's go back to Nat. Season 2, trying new things. I Luke, I thought you meant young Nat. You don't you're not you don't know how you feel about her. I'm like, "What?" Oh no, she had a great episode. One last thing what did I want to say? Oh, about Javi. There's no way that he died off-screen. Right. They wouldn't waste it that way. They're either going to find him like really fucked up somehow, like still dead, but like in a weird culty, like wacky way, or he's going to be alive. Like there's just no way that they, that he's going to die and it not be like an insane impact to the show. I fell for it. Honestly, I thought he did see Javi. Like when he runs over to the body, I really thought it was Javi. And I was, and I was a little pissed because I was like, Fuck, we just got the off-screen Jackie death that just happened in the last episode. But just the fox, thankfully. I mean, it's probably just a wax figure or something, but they did technically have the actor in this episode, right? So it's kind of interesting. You, mm-hmm. We're probably going to see him again because his face was on screen. Who knows if they just like had the, the wax face made to put in the snow? Who knows? But that's a budget thing. Oh, did- you know? Did they show his face? I thought it was just like a messed up. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like that. And it was his face for one second, and then it turned to that like scary little fox. Got it. Got it. Got it got pretty got it, got sure it, got his it, actor was on like was has like an Instagram picture of it. So like that's fine. Even if he did get brought back just for that scene, like it justified yeah. of why I because I already knew going into this season that his actor was going to make an appearance. I didn't know if he was going to be alive or not, but that could be it. Like it literally could be done. But I, I doubt it. Lottie said he's alive. Yeah, and with all the creepy stuff, like anything could just be a hallucination in this in this universe, you know, mm-hmm. as we've seen. Um, quickly moving forward, first mention of our girl, Misty. <laughs> Love to see her. Uh, people are mad. Everyone's still mad. It's been two months, but they're like, go get the fucking water, you loser. Go. Mm-hmm. And then she has this little moment with Crystal. Let's just skip over the singing part for one second. And she's like, shut the fuck up. You know, which was great. But then she gets a twinkle in her in her eye thinking, oh, Crystal wants to be my friend, which is all Misty wants in the world. Yep. But that could be good because they seem like the out like the outsiders of the group at this point. But I don't know. It's not in Misty's character to reject someone because she's always getting bullied. So I think that makes a lot of sense. But this is like the whole first night, right? Like we're kind of talk through a couple of these things. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I I want to go back to Nat showing up and giving the the map to Coach Ben because that's that's just badass. Like that's what you should be doing. That's priority Absolutely. number one if you're not actually all leaving together. And they and it's just cool that she's like helping to draw out the maps. She's getting better at it. They have a huge area mapped out. I think they said seven miles each yeah. way. It's like a six miles, six all or seven right. mile yeah. radius. Yeah, yep. that's like twelve miles in any diameter. direction. Yeah, that's pretty useful information, and it seems like that's actually making progress. Makes sense for over two months time period. Uh, but yeah, like Coach Ben with the facial hair, like doing it for me. Like, let's get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. I just every second with Coach Ben matters because he's not making it out of the season. Mm-hmm. That's my hard plant. Yeah, I buy into that actually. 
That's sad, though. Young Nat and Coach Ben have just a great relationship. It's just so heartwarming because, like, he was genuinely, like, really proud of her and, like, impressed with, like, damn, like, these maps are, like, getting really good. And she's like, yeah, I know. And then she's <laughs> opening up about, you know, Travis and having those heart to heart. So I just like him being the rock for Natalie. Ben Scott, what a guy. Okay, next is this panic attack scene with Travis. And obviously, mm. he's going through it as well. Natalie's in for a kiss. He's not even there. He seems like he's just like astral projecting, <laughs> honestly. But um, he says, I know you don't think Javi's alive. And she's like, it's been two months. It's fucking freezing. And this is when he starts having the panic attack. Lottie gives him the little like uh, chest jolt. He has the visions and then pops a huge bone. <laughs> what was that about? Is, I think it just goes into the whole sexual, sexual, sexualification of like whatever was happening when they were trying to eat him that night. Like, it's just all that, I guess. I don't know. For me, it, it reminded me of in season one when Lottie kept saying she's not for him. And they were like, we know, we get it. She, He's with Nat. And she's like, it's not for her either. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So Lottie believes Travis has a bigger purpose. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I feel that there is some sort of like connection between the two, whether it's Lottie's embodying the weird curse and the weirdness of the of the wilderness, or if it's specifically Lottie, but there's something happening betwixt the two. And there's like an adrenaline rush probably and just like a lot of blood rushed. <laughs> that might have been it, honestly, is the yeah. adrenaline. Because well, I mean she, she calmed him down. I mean, he was freaking out. And I think he was just like she put him in a place of like calm, like warmth, it seemed like. And so it just popped the boner and like all that adrenaline just went somewhere. Is there a world where we think this forest spirit through Lottie, like her misconstruing whatever she thinks is going on, wants to like bang Travis and get pregnant in some spiritual sexual way? Like, is that a thing, maybe? Yeah. yeah. And no, what's funny is the little cult member who was dealing with Nat in the present time looked an awful lot like Lottie's adult actor. Is that just me? Ooh. Saying no, that that chick could have been Lottie, Lottie's daughter. Lottie and Travis's then. Wow. Perhaps, maybe. Which, yeah, just going along with that theory. She did look a lot like her. Because when she walked in the door, I honestly thought it was supposed to be Lottie. And she's like, who the fuck are you? And so like, okay, not Lottie. I'm just and, spitballing, but I, I was going along that same vein as you were just mm, proposing that, that Lottie might be trying to get pregnant and it's not that travis has a bigger role to play it's that travis's dong has a bigger role to play His well scene. hold on because mm. that could also play into lottie's last present day lottie's last quote saying like something from travis needs to be told to you nat basically like what is that, that could yeah fucking, that wait could remind me luke what is that the the literal like last quote is she says um God, I didn't know uh, if I wrote it down. Tra Wait, like, in this message... episode or in yeah. season? Yeah, there's oh. a message from Travis that you need oh. to hear or something like that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. What yes, if yes, it is it. all surrounded around, like centered around this? And then that will have to go back to the notes. Tell Nat she was right. Right. Maybe like there's like a, a conflict this season where Nat thinks lot Travis and Lottie are trying to bang. And like it could be something related to that. I don't know. We're extrapolating a lot here, but that's just something. I love it. Yeah. I was not thinking of that at all. So I'm buying in. Buying some we'll, stock we'll get to it yeah i'm buying some stock in that shit um but we'll get there when we get to the old nat scenes we can kind of dig in a little bit more uh damn i really like that i was thinking about that it's cool Tell nat she was right we got to find out what that meant so 
Yeah, but one they they have this little fight, Lottie and Nat, because Lottie's giving him quote unquote false hope, and then Lottie kind of spits a fire line, being like, it, "There is no false hope. There's only hope." And I'm like, honestly, yeah, true facts. But it is it is really stupid to let Travis think that Javi's alive, even though he probably is. But if it was a normal wilderness trip, he's dead. I thought you were going to say Nat was spitting the wicked hot fire because Lottie <laughs> was like, what do you want me to say? And that's like, I want you to say less. Yeah, yeah, that say is less, crazy. Lottie, you crazy nutcase. My God, <laughs> take a hike. <laughs> He literally had a panic attack at the first mention. That was probably the first time Nat ever tried to broach reality with him. And he went into a full on panic attack. I mean, I understand Travis is in a delicate spot, but like Lottie giving him false hope, which we all know is real hope because everything Lottie <laughs> says is correct. But like, well, yeah, well. Nat, you're right. Nat, yeah. great episode for Nat, both old and young. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Nat, old Nat was really doing it for me with her for goofy sure. acting. It was great. <laughs> yeah. uh, but besides Shauna ending the episode by popping that ear as a little snack, the last thing we have to talk about in 1996 is the tie and van scene. And Dave, I really like, we got to workshop it, but I like the thing where whatever's in Ty is the evil thing, just because I didn't like this. I didn't like watching Ty so- be like lights on no one's home, making out with Van. I really it is freaking me out. And I mean, it ties back to the whole theme of of their relationship in this episode. It's just like, is this okay? Is this going to be okay? I'm not sure. This is like stuff out of the horror genre. Her just being possessed like, yeah, she was full on demon when she was biting that lip. That is terrifying. Van, like, I really like how a girl Van is like being supportive like that. But she's got to be careful. She can't be so kind of looking past it so casually because she can get her she's already had her face torn off by wolves and she was giving that as credit to ty so like you shot a wolf for me bitch she was up in a tree when that wolf was tearing off your face (laughs) do you remember that she stole your protection necklace remember that so that's a good segue. I'm going to continually call Thaisa's alter ego just Lady in the Tree because that's what Sammy called her. We kind of said yeah. it a bunch last podcast. So or last season's coverage. But yeah, that that stuff's <laughs> the most so interesting to me because I have absolutely no idea where it's going to go. But all I will say is Lady in the Tree is catching a body this season. She's killing somebody. For sure. Directly. Ooh. Are you, are you saying old Ty or young Ty? No, I'm saying young Ty like in 1996 is killing yep. somebody. So I think that like there is a quick scene that we skip that Ty looks at Shauna and she's like, you good. And Shauna's like, yeah. And Ty's like, mm, I don't think so. These are the but, two least good girls in the group, like trying to have each other's back. Yo, you good. But you remember, like, I got to be a demon at 12 o'clock, like <laughs> sharp. So you better have your shit together when I do. Yeah. Girl. Exactly. Exactly. But <laughs> I, if it's true that that she catches a body, like Luke said, I think that Shauna's going to have to be the one to either cover it up like convince people that Next. it's fine they end up eating that body or whatever I, I buy into that too i'm like i'm really buying into everything you guys are saying i really <laughs> love it i'm so glad yellow jackets is back oh you God. just said ty's gonna kill someone and sean is gonna have to be there to say we should eat that body <laughs> <laughs> not just cover it up just to be like hey that body we got some forks yeah. and i'm like i love these two <laughs> it's amazing it's such a great train wreck and only Van and Shauna know right now, right? That's confirmed about her alter ego. Yeah. Well, Lottie saw well, her, right? Like when she was shoveling mud, right. didn't Lottie see her? 
but I don't. Well, think she that. hasn't addressed it yet, which is weird. She I, asked her, and she's like, "I don't have time for weird Lottie." Like that true. was yeah, before, yeah. though. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Lottie has made the connection quite yet. She might. Agreed. But I don't. Think I Lottie's in tune enough with whatever's going on to have at least registered that. I, it's very interesting. I feel like that whole trifecta because Lottie has influence over Van as well. The three of them are going to come to a head at some point this season. Yeah. Well, if Lottie was the only reason we're saying Lottie isn't like thinking about it is because it was right when Lottie started seeing things and Ty was like, no, dude, beat it. So mm. if she didn't see her again in her like now more confident stage, yeah. I don't know that she would do it. But Van's probably going to mention it to Lottie to be like, something's wrong. We need help. If if it escalates with Ty, Van's definitely going to escalate it to Lottie to be like, help. 100%. We need that some juice. Yeah, yeah. We need 100%. something. But yeah, that's 1996. Anything else we want to talk about before we jump into current day? Yeah, let's go through it again because I love 1996. <laughs> Kick it from the top. Start from the top. <laughs> All right. Current Ooh, day. You know what? Van did say I love you to Ty and they exchanged yeah, yeah, I love you. Course. So that's kind of big. And we had a more tastefully done sex scene between the two. They were able yes. to not be nude. Just, yeah. <laughs> just Yeah. Like true, that. true. They listened to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, don't know what their dynamic is going to be in their in the present day. It's going to be so interesting if like when Taisa and Van meet back up again. Like, is there going to be a yep. respark of love again now that uh, Simone is kind of like out of the picture a little bit? Oh, I, she's single. I also still am on board for Shauna and Taisa. So that's me that's, too. Yeah, I fully. How does expect- that work without without killing Hefe? It doesn't, but we can dream. I fully expect Van to show up in Lottie's cult somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Van in purple. Put her on the board. What was that scene as we're leaving 1996 that Nat and Travis see the moss? Was that just because it wasn't covered? Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot about that. I think it was just implying that like that spot was just like warm. Like it just there was no snow on it, right? Like I I think Mm -hmm. there was honestly, I thought it was like the spot that maybe Javi was just like chilling at for like months and months. Like something was protecting him. And like, then he moved, but I don't, that's a stretch, but I do, I just took it as like something mystical about that tree stump because there was no snow really on it yeah. or around the roots. I totally agree. Mm. I don't Complete know conjecture, but I was because in Travis's vision during his panic attack, he mm. sees that tree, that tree with like candles in it. It almost looked like the same stump that Lottie put the bear heart in. Like, yep. I'm wondering if there's like a, network of these trees that run through whatever magic system is at play here i can't go any deeper than that but like i feel like maybe a tree connection because there were because yeah in travis's little panic attack when he sees the tree like there are candles around the tree like an altar yeah and like that translates directly into what we saw with there being no snow around it so maybe yeah it was just like some perfect little niche of like safety safe haven spot for hobby maybe we theorize about everything we can we can let that one go we don't have yeah, yeah. i just i just <laughs> don't know what how that's going to tie into travis like now that travis is seeing visions it's like dude travis is going to be so important i think like coming up especially with his death in the present he's got a big role to fill this season i still. agree i agree and i do hope we get flashbacks of old travis as well before like without you know i hope just hope we got that okay uh, any so- world that he's actually alive no. Travis, no. 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 They saw him hanging there. Yeah. Just thought I'd ask that. See if he was just yeah. hanging. Yeah. He was hanging. <laughs> he was just hanging. All right. Let's get to the 2020s, shall we? Because these girls, 
none of them are doing well. All of them are in <laughs> utter shambles. I, I guess the first person that we see in the 2020 timeline is adult Lottie addressing yeah. her cold. And it's kind of like along the same vein of what we've been talking about. My takeaway from her spiel was like, embrace your primal inner self. Like, don't let anyone tell you to deny it. Like our innermost desires are what we should be promoting and enabling. And that's kind of, I guess, her ideology. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just pissed because I know Alki's not going to listen to this podcast, but he was right. And I'm so upset about it because we talked about it at the finale episode, whether we thought Lottie was going to build her following in the woods or if her following was going to come from being returned home. And so it seems like now that the answer to that question is that she came back, decided, like went through all that treatment and then decided to, you know, help the people in treatment with her and then slowly just amassed a following of people. And then now they all follow her as that cult. Mm-hmm. So it's, I was pissed. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't think there's going to be any people in the woods now. <laughs> exactly. That's I, why. That's what I wanted to bring it up. Well, right I I feel like you're you're pretty definitive on this. She amassed her following in the mental institution, which I don't think we can be a hundred percent sure of that. And also, the carving was confirmed there before we landed. So like. We have to get some sort of closure about why the mark was an established thing in the woods before the crash. Yeah. So yeah, there has totally. to be some sort of um, quote unquote cult presence in our 90s timeline in the woods. I hope so, man. I hope so. I just and also hobby has a, to be with someone. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so many hobby and purple. Like if you think about it, though, like every time we've seen anyone in modern day, that's cult like it's mental hospital, like even the people that stole that at the end of the season, like the person came in with a band around his head because you could tell he was like a concussion victim or you know what I mean? Like he had a head injury, trauma injury. Interesting. I haven't been like noticing these things. I guess you guys are right. Yeah, they're all going to be a result of that. Yeah, I mean, it's still there could definitely still be a presence in the woods. But as of right now, that's how I took it is that she came back and built her following using her mental health issues. Fair enough. I mean, we're going to have to talk about it again when we get to the naked man being buried alive. So we'll get there. But yeah, let's start quickly with just Shauna and Misty. I knew exactly it was going to be Misty right away because of like Mm -hmm. so funny classic yellow jackets like Misty is killing me here with the fucking cake that said, I want my lawyer (laughs) fucking hilarious. And Misty, Misty seemed a little a little weird to me this episode just because I guess it has like Natalie and Ty are dicking her calls and it's tweaking her out, I guess. Because when she's like crying in the bed later in Nat's bed being like, babies cry. I'm like, where'd that come from? Kind yeah, of a she's, weird. She, she's used that line in the past in season one. Really? Her yeah. younger self, I'm pretty sure, says it like, Misty, don't cry like babies cry. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I still fucking love her, but let's go back to this. Um, so Miss, yeah, Missy's just walking her through and, and Misty thinks they miss something. She's just really thinking through every possible thing just to make sure they're in the clear. And meanwhile, Shauna's promising she got rid of everything when she absolutely did not. Like <laughs> Shauna and Jeff are the most clumsy criminals on planet Earth. Awful. Terrible. You took too long to answer that one. And then you were like, oh, and then you took too quick to answer that one. (laughs) It was seeing her back after. I mean, it's only been a few weeks, but I had a huge smile on my face just seeing old 
old Misty again. What made me know that she was still going to be great this season, she tells Sean as they're leaving, be sure to take some Hawaii 5 punch with you on the way out. It's just regular Hawaiian punch, but I gave it a snazzier name. See, the Misty, moment- <laughs> you are absolute lightning in a bottle. Yes. But the moment Misty offers me a drink, I'm saying, fuck no. With your history of poisoning and drugging people, there's no fucking way I'm taking any sip of that Hawaii 5 Sounding punch. like Mari. <laughs> also shauna's quick line i don't have it written but she's like that's just like a telltale sign of people who aren't coming or whatever that line is it is was, like such a funny witty shauna line like, they're yeah. an hour late which is actually exactly on time for people who aren't yeah. gonna show up yeah. something like that <laughs> so that was get, witty by shauna are we yeah. gonna get through oh, missy stuff or shauna stuff here because missy doesn't um, have much we could just rip the la- like she only has two more scenes totally right? that's how i oh. have it yeah Okay, because so, I wanted I wanted to bring something up specifically. Um, she ends up going and investigating why Nat was missing and dicking her calls. She also has the moment where she checks she checks the subreddit of her detective squad to figure out that people are on to this Adam thing, and that's going to be important because she might have to. I, I I don't know if you guys know, but Elijah Wood is in this season, who is yeah. um plays Fro- Frodo from Lord of the Rings. He could be that detective, maybe, and she mm. tracks him down or something. I'm kind of thinking that could be where that we're going. That makes sense. Yeah, that would be a fun way to get them involved because I also hope they hook up because that'd just be awesome for for you know for both for squad them, Christina Ricci <laughs> yeah. and Elijah Wood to hook up with one another. That uh, but when she is doing the investigation at the motel that Nat was staying at, the manager's the man, by the way, for just trying to like fight. Fantastic. Back. Yeah, he's like, if you stayed here, no, you freaking didn't. All yeah. of that. All of that to say that I think when Misty ends up going to the room and finding the remnants of the cult stealing Nat. I'm almost a hundred percent convinced that she is not working with Lottie. Like I was fearing at the end of last podcast season. And that is completely great for me and my love for Misty as a character. And I don't think, I think she is truly like just a crazy weirdo, but she does. She is team Nat and Shauna and Taisa over team Lottie and possibly Van. I think it was big that Nat and Misty had like a big kind of a, Nat apologized and actually meant it was the last time we saw these two together. So now Misty would have much more of a motivation to want to find her and figure out what happened to her and make sure that she's safe. Wow. Can't wait till Misty finds out what happened (laughs) to Nat. That's going to be amazing. Agreed. Anything else on Misty? Because we can quickly go through Ty. Ty's is really quick as well. Okay. So Ty adopts a dog named Steve. Great dog. So name. funny. I love when <laughs> she's just like Steve at the end. It's like, no, that's so crazy. Um, but quickly, this vet lady is kind of gassing her up, phone banked for her, believed in her, and then and really believed in what she her tenants, right? And then cut to the next scene, and the campaign manager's like, We can't give them anything. We can't even give them yeah. half of what we promised. And I'm like, yeah. Ty is whatever. So this scene with Ty, Sammy, and Simone. I mean, first I was like, Simone, chill. And then I was like, well, it was probably <laughs> was yesterday. Her, she was in her right. Yeah. It was probably yesterday yeah. she found the de- the dog. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Simone, it's it's not helpful for Sammy, for Simone to sprint up and tackle Sammy and be like, be like, don't get away from her now. And then, but I mean, Simone's saying she's going to go to the press and everything. So this is like a liability, and I'm kind of scared for her. Definitely. I yeah. Just, I'm just confused. So the Taisa got Steve because the their first dog was missing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. And so she's, I guess, trying to make it up to to uh, Sammy. God, what's the child? Yeah. Sammy. 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 Oh, Sammy. I, get, I, th- I thought I was getting it confused with The Last of Us for a second. Mm. But um, yeah, so that makes sense then because of why she was surprised to see everything at the end of the episode, I guess. So and and that brings the question now was what was the deal with that wicked smile at the end of last season? Because we assumed that the lady in the tree could have potentially been taking over in the waking hours. Now I feel like that's Look. not true because Taisa one hundred percent did not know what was going on with Simone in this in this episode and when she goes to the sacrificial altar altar. So that is two completely separate entities within her. And if Lady in the Tree is gaining power in some way, like to have done the sacrificial ulcer to help her become the senator, like there's there's a lot going on there. And I, I don't really know because like like where are we at with this? Because she she like recognized the altar. She's like, fuck, I did it again, but she didn't know. I was getting weird vibes from Thaisa every time she was on screen. I couldn't tell if she was being possessed at that moment in time like i felt like she was being short and rude with the woman at the vetter or the vet center that was like gassing her up she was like dismissive and uh whatever uh same with the simone thing while she didn't seem to know what simone was referencing it could have just been the demon knowing what he had done and being like no way simone knows exactly what's going on why is she freaking out i thought i was like in the clear i just thought taisa was on weird vibes and i was getting demon vibes. I think yeah. there's a way bigger contrast between Lady in the Tree and a normal person. Like, I think she's incapable of like speech and she just starts biting Van's face and making her bleed. Like, I think she is like an, when she's Lady in the Tree, I don't think there's any of these political mind games that she can do. But I could be wrong. That's just where I assumed all of the season one scenes led me to believe. Like, she's eating dirt and shit and like biting Van and like, you know, killing and sacrificing dogs. I think that's a huge jump to assume she can like blend in. But that's just where I'm at. I feel like they're trying to tell us that the demon has political aspirations because we're connecting the dots that the sacrifice was to help her win the election. And two, the smirk was 100 percent demon. And that smirk came after she won the election. So demon wants Taisa to be a politician because Lottie told her to probably. (laughs) Yeah. My only thing is, I don't know if maybe I'm just hallucinating this, but I just feel like personally, Taisa as like old Taisa, her eyes, were they always so red? Yeah. Red. Okay. I thought I was going crazy because like the sunlight, when she was talking to Simone, they were like really red. And when she's like driving in the car, they were really red. I was, so that's why I was kind of, I was on your page, B Tom's that I I couldn't tell if that was like her just being possessed the whole time. And like the, the red eyes and the changing of the colors of the eyes is what kind of gives us a gives it away on which like who is who um but i'm glad i wasn't crazy because they looked really red well did you guys pick up on that too kathleen and b tom i didn't pick up on it no but it's, she's probably just hasn't slept at all like no, no 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 like her red. her eye like color looked red i oh i was thinking it the whole time but i feel like that was the actress has brown eyes. I think it was just light brown eyes in the sun really looked like a vibrant orange. I, I, I don't think they were trying. Eyes. That would be so obvious no, for them because, to just give red eyes. No, because in season one, I had all of these thoughts. I never brought it up because no one else did. But every time we were in modern day, Taisa, I thought she had red eyes in season one. I'm saying 
I remember this constantly, and I just thought it was just like a thing that we didn't talk about. I guess it might have just been the lighting B times for me because, again, she was in the car and the sunlight was like piercing through the, the windshield. And so maybe that's what I was seeing because I didn't wow. notice it at it's, all. I'm telling I you, noticed this, this it. is season one stuff too. Like it's just her. Yeah, go ahead. I noticed it the most this episode that I ever have. That's why we're talking about it now for the first time, but it's something to keep in our heads going forward. Yeah. I will absolutely because I didn't notice that. <laughs> Maybe this actress just has crazy eyeballs. You were too busy looking for wigs. Always looking for a wig. I'm, <laughs> I'm steady looking at their hairline. I go from the eyes up. <laughs> so, I mean, with Thaisa, she finally sees the sacrificial table in the basement. Is there anything else there? Or that's kind of where it is. She hugs Steve and says, I'm going to do better with you. And I'm just thinking, Yikes. oh, you just gave the demon more ammo. Yeah. And I'm also He's thinking, dead. and I'm also becoming thinking, president. I'm also thinking Steve's just looking at this fucking headless dog on the counter because <laughs> he was looking right at the table, like probably like, damn, I'm in the wrong house. <laughs> Steve is just another offering for this demon for sure. Poor Steve. I, I hope not. I like Steve. Love that guy. We all like He's going to be my MVP of the app. Okay. Let's do Shauna so we can end on Nat, just because I feel like Nat is like mm-hmm. where the season's going, you know, oh, yeah. more. Yeah. But uh, so we we open with Callie and her boyfriend on Shauna, besides all the other Shauna stuff we had seen with Misty. Callie's being a bitch to her, rightfully so. I love Callie. I'm a Callie apologist. I don't care if she's being a, a bitchy teen. She was killing me this episode with the with the like you need to tell dad. And then she's like, I can't believe you told him. You're so selfish. <laughs> So funny. Such a good teenage girl. Um, I also was thinking, I wonder if she's friends with the teenage girls from 1996 in real life. Like, I hope they like let her in the group and like mm. they bond and are friends. Anyway, so um, she's going through it and rightfully so. She wants Hefe to know. Hefe knows. Callie now knows that Hefe knows. And she kind of storms off. Uh, then because Misty had mentioned, you know, all the evidence. Of course, Shauna goes straight to the safe. All Everything she's supposed to get rid of is in there. And she gives Hefe a call. And I'm going to let the boys take this because Hefe is killing me in this scene. So Chicken Nuggets it. apartment. McDonald's. Let's go. Fucking love <laughs> this guy. What a fucking great start to season two for Hefe. Definitely still number number two favorite character. I almost put him number one. But, uh, can't do that to Misty. But oh, my God. Hefe is just so innocent. He's just crushing his job right now. Everything's going well. It seems like he made a fucking sacrifice to this demon because his job's going so well. <laughs> and then, of course, Shauna has to kind of like bring him down and be like, yo, there's still some shit left that we got to do. And he got I just felt I just feel bad for Jeff. He he just kind of is there. He like he's tied into all this because Shauna and I just feel well bad and because him. he blackmailed the yellow jackets for 50 grand. Yeah. To making them kill Adam. <laughs> so yeah nobody's yeah. innocent here yeah. they're all terrible people jeff less so than the others but he's just still. so innocent i just love him <laughs> innocent is the wrong word but yes i know what you mean he's, he's naive not, he's, yeah he's naive is good he's not innocent like from his crimes he's an innocent personality yeah he was just in the fucking zone on that phone call just like striding <laughs> around like dude hell yes he is the light that 2021 timeline <laughs> needs he's oh just, yeah He's just fantastic. He's selling six pieces like it's his job. It's <laughs> his me job. So, yeah, he's like, well, it is my job, but you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> killing it. Uh, but this is the the call that sparks their kind of tag team clunky journey. And I like it because they did say last season, like, no more secrets. 
And, you know, last season, Shauna would have went to this um, art, you know, whatever they art studio by herself. And even though this is horrible for Jeff to have to see no more secrets. So loop them in. Um, and yeah, between between lighting the tree on fire, evidence in the grill. I mean, this is like the clunkiest tag team of all time. Yeah. But let's talk about how stupid it was to go to that place in general and how the cops seemingly haven't found it, even though he's a missing person. Very it, confusing. Let's it hasn't describe. been that much time. Remember, the jump in in the 2021 timeline is only we, we can assume like a day, a week compared okay. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's already okay. made it on the news, though, and been a couple of days since then. But agreed. I mean, she's wearing a bright wet, bright wet, uh, bright red. <laughs> Sean is wearing a bright red rain jacket like they're not covering up at all. There's got to be a security camera. And in case, you know, there isn't, they made sure to have sex in the art studio, leave their fluids all over the place like they're not covering their tracks. They're also they didn't even burn the pictures. They just like scraped them out like Shauna. This is strike like three, four and five of this episode, this whole scene. Clunky is the best word to describe it, Kathleen. What if the whole trajectory of this story is for Shauna to go to jail? Then that seems like everything was written in the way that it needed to be. And then you sure because I literally was writing in my notes. I got to this point. I was like in parentheses. All right. Chill. Be Tom's just because I knew he was going to be ranting about (laughs) something in here. So I was like, no, I mean, you're not wrong. Like this was like (laughs) completely this like watch a single episode of uh law and order or something like and you know like everything they're doing is bad but to defend the art thing like i don't think they were thinking about dna as much as just get the face off because you can't tie that to shauna if you cross off the face yeah true that i agree i agree but then they're gonna say they're gonna be able to tell if something is like more recent than others sometimes depending i think they just use like a paint thinner or something Mm -hmm. to like you know, get the get the it, paint smeared. I thought they were gonna light the place on fire. I was too. like, wait a second. <laughs> he had <laughs> to think of gasoline, right? I thought oh, it was that's paint, paint thinner. Paint thinner. Oh, okay, I got you. But yeah, yes. I don't know. It was weird. Wouldn't like Jess crossing out a face draw more attention to it? It's like ah, uh, well, right, right. We should it's try all and figure out what face. Yeah, just bad. But then you can it's also think there bad. was like so many photos on the wall that if they were just not there, then it's like yeah. okay. Why is the rest of the studio like decked out in art and this wall is not, you know, but uh, it's it's all it's clunky again. (laughs) Let's talk about how they upped their dirty talk game from furniture talk to like actual dirty talk enough to make you fuck in the place of a dead guy. Like that's that's something else that's frustrating. And also the painting of Sean all fucked up is really cool. Yeah, really cool. Agreed. Yeah, Dude, the spontaneous really nice. bang did it for me. I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> hey, it was doing it for both of them, too. I mean, hey, the spark is back in their love life. Nobody it can really deny is. that. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> so Dude, that was awesome. I knew you were going to do that. Instant ad, too. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard that song in a while. Oh, yeah. why, why are you so sweaty? She says when he walks up after after headbanging to Papa Roach. He, he was just <laughs> foot loosening it. He fucking was crushing it on the drums, man. I love Jeff. Yeah. I thought he was actually that for real quick, though. I actually thought for a brief moment in time that he was going to kill himself. Like, Alex he was, said that carbon monoxide. Yeah, because he was in the like the car. He had the car. It looked like he was going to turn it on. The garage door was closed. I was like, please don't do this, Jeff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because after the bang, they weren't happy. And he like, didn't seem happy either because he was remembering right. all the pictures. And I was like, please don't tell me this is the end of Jeff right here. No. Correct. Yeah. So Jeff has a, a like a good idea to they're burning stuff on the family grill. Let's make dogs. You know, they really are like happier, like their little banter about like, what did the bun say to the dog or whatever the fuck? Old fashioned dad shit is my love language. So funny. But Callie was so weirdly suspicious about the grill specifically. Like she was like, I'm going to go grill a veggie burger. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because they don't want her to go to the grill. Right. Because there's fucking evidence in there, which she finds, which is classic. But I was wondering why she's so like specifically the grill. Why? I think in the moment she actually did just want to grill herself a veggie burger. And because of the way Jeff Mm. reacted, she was like, ah, the grill seems to be a hot spot for mm. these two right now. So let me go. Inspect- that's how okay. I took it. No, that's probably right. But I, you said this earlier, Kathleen. I don't know, man. I'm dumping all my Cali shares. I'm out. She is going to be an enemy this season. And yeah, she's going to let. All right. I'm going to buy low and sell high when she's a fucking ace in the hole. Yeah. Give me your shares. I'm buying them. Yeah, I'm right. a Cali fan, but that's because I loathe Sean at the moment. <laughs> loathe entirely. Never, (laughs) never selling my Yefe stocks. Those things, yeah. I'll be with them through the highs and lows. (laughs) We're just gonna continue to let Brian just incorrectly pronounce that, right? What? What? Yefe? It's not a Yefe. Yefe. Yeah, I never took Spanish. I'm a German guy, but I I guess Dave was a German guy too. It's it's Yefe. I thought it was just his take on it. Yefe, because it's you've been consistent. You've been consistent with calling him that, and I'll let you. I'll let it go. Yefe, Hefe, Jeffe. I like it both. I I really just. I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) The manager of McDonald's chicken nugget department is that what I should refer to him as going forward? Because I will. I will. I will. Um, what else happens here? No, that's it. Is there any actual legitimate predictions, though, about what Callie's going to do with that ID? I mean, the hilariousness of them trying to burn it and the only thing that survives is literally (laughs) his face on the ID was like laugh out loud. Ridiculous. But it could have been like the address. It could have been even just the last name. But of course, it's the picture that only Callie knows Adam by. The people want to see hot boy Adam. They want to see him. I mean, Javi, sorry. I just, <laughs> thank I just, you. I just don't know, honestly. I think Callie, it's, I think Callie's just going to fuck something up. Like she might be by accident, like spill something to a police officer. And then, like, that's what gets Shauna arrested. Bro, she has to Misty's going to kill Callie because she's a loose end. <laughs> yeah, wow. Like Holy so, shit. Yeah. Taisa kills Callie. Oh, Luke and Lady Dave. in the tree, rather. <laughs> Did you watch the trailer? No. Oh yeah, yeah, like a like the season two trailer a while well, ago. I saw yeah, yeah. whatever was at the yeah. end of the episode. I didn't like actually watch the trailer, but I saw whatever was at the end of the episode. So like I'm not gonna guess anything, Brian. It's probably like good that you don't watch. I mean, we should probably not, but we do get a little like Callie Shauna scene in the trailer. I won't go into it because we'll get it, but let's rip it on that. This is the last we got. This is good stuff. It's nice only having one episode to really like talk through everything, isn't it? Yeah. Besides two. All right, so we find old Nat. I don't know if anyone saw my tweet on the Bingetown TV account. Go follow us. Um, but Nicole Maines, who who plays maybe Lottie's daughter, who gets forked in the hand, um, is a Supergirl. Was on Supergirl as Nia Nall. She was Dreamer, and she was the first transgender superhero on television, which is really fucking cool. And I love her. So 
I was so pumped to see her. And as soon as, as soon as Nat gets the fork, I thought she got her in the, in the oh, neck. I, thought, I was like, well, there she goes. Definitely. I totally thought she was in the neck, but now that it's in the hand. Definitely Lottie's daughter. <laughs> I'm I'm all in on that theory that that'd be really cool to as because she's obviously getting highlighted as a like a not a maybe a higher up cultist but she's going to be a more important cultist person here like related to that well but, she's not getting a promotion after her performance dealing yeah. with this hostage I'll tell you that much right now well yeah. if she's though she's going to be somebody if she's important it's because she's a nepo baby within the cold yeah <laughs> yeah that's very yes. true. Hmm? Correct. This seemed like her first important job, and it didn't go well. Yeah, she's but, not getting another one. <laughs> but our girl Nat, I love her just being like, this is your first rodeo, isn't it? She's like, you gotta untie me if you want me to eat this food. And I was just so happy to see old Nat in that bed, because it, it it's a little bit through the episode before we see her, right? Maybe even yeah. more than halfway through. So it was a breath of fresh air to see our girl um, but yeah, Nat stabs her when she gets one over on her from the fork from the food earlier. And that runs into the woods. And my first thing was not the woods. Don't go in the woods. We don't like the woods. <laughs> my first thought was, hell yeah, she's familiar with the woods. She can survive out there if need be. Hopefully, yeah, true. Thought. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. True. It was a, like it was kind of funny seeing her run towards the woods. It's like, oh, the trauma that she must be going through. And then I was also right. thinking maybe there's a pit that she falls into right there. <laughs> oh, good God. Dave is obsessed with the fucking pit. <laughs> Look, As since we're talking be. since we're talking pit again, I forgot to connect these dots. Furthering further supporting Maria's pit girl. Misty was the one that finally steps up and looks down into the pit. And Mari, they have been establishing Mari is the ringleader of bullying Misty. Totally. Misty would take satisfaction in Mari being in that pit. Me too. I'm not going to lie. So would I. (laughs) All of us would. We're all waiting for it. That's why it's so easy for us to come to that conclusion. But if we needed more support. If this show was a setup to build the rivalry between Misty versus Mari, I'm all in. Season five (laughs) when they fight it out and throw her thrower into the pit. I honestly thought that adult Lottie, before we got the reveal that that was adult Lottie, was going to be adult Mari because she kind of looks like. Mari. Oh yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people look like a lot of people. That's just me. <laughs> I agree. I think that that would be a good casting for adult Mari, but Mari doesn't make it, baby. We don't get adult Mari. I know she's, she's pig girl. She's pig girl. She's she's been eat. Oh, wait, mm. do we know that for a fact? We just haven't. No. Okay, yeah, no. okay. Cool. We're just no. being very confident. <laughs> so let's fucking go to this this non cowardly scene, even though I didn't like it, where they <laughs> got penis, baby. They showed some penis. They sure did. Walk us through it, Luke. Yeah, I mean, Nat so was a-, a really small old penis. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, insane. a naked character on screen that is of age to be naked. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. You're Dang right. It. Showtime is brave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very courageous. Nat, Nat had her moment where she could have went for the exit. Potentially. She still seemed like she was kind of locked in either way, but she saw seen starts to see this ritual take place and they're wearing like deer antlers again. I I know right away she knows that this is connected to the past in 1996. Mm-hmm. And then she she waits around long enough to see them start to bury this naked guy. And then Lottie makes the appearance. And that's pretty much the end. It it leads to her saying there's a message that Travis wants to give to you, but right right there like hell yeah like cult stuff going on now i hope like magic is a thing and this kind of lends itself to it still being a thing but i don't know i have no yeah. idea especially they were burying that fucking guy alive too so i don't i have do no you think idea. it was like he's dead 
they weren't going to save him? Like it was a sacrifice or do you yeah, think I it think was like a like, weird ritual? I think it's a sacrifice. Like if we're talking forest God again, like uh, here's some fresh nourishment for the roots of the soil. Like I literally, that's all I can think of when I see him burying. I don't have any other guesses on why they were doing what they were doing. Me neither, but I'm fucking excited. I'm excited. I, I'm not going to, again, I've seen the trailer, so I've seen some bits, so I won't say what I think. I'm going to let, I'm just go episode by episode, but. Do we, like, we don't know, how, like, how far they had to get to these cabins, right? Like, like it could, it would be totally out, out of the question for them to have taken Natalie kind of to an Ooh. area that was around the plane crash, and, like, they've just now settled into a mm. cabin space. Like, that would be they're kind in, of far-fetched. Far-fetched they're right? in Jersey, so they would have had to right. put her on a plane. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to be a little tinfoil hatty. I there. like that. I like that. <laughs> but did, the, I mean, the woods they were in looked very similar, kind of, to the woods that they were we're in in 1996 that's the only reason well woods look like woods look like woods you know you've seen one woods you've seen them all yeah yeah. lottie's dad could have chartered another plane for them because he's so good thank you mr matthews (laughs) shout out season one did you guys watch this four times come on now (laughs) i don't know where you pulled that from but that was gold you don't remember lottie no no i no i do but i don't i couldn't call that from the dome you know (laughs) (laughs) i just really hope that modern day Lottie, she's got a strong back because she's got a lot of weight to carry just in terms of modern day cult. Cause this is where we were always headed in season one. And now that yeah. we're about to get here, I don't have an opinion at all on her yet. I'm sure by the end of episode two, we're all going to have strong opinions about modern day Lottie. And we, they, they better be, it doesn't need to be positive or negative, but it's just in terms of a character and her writing, that's going to be like the biggest thing for me this season. Here's my take. Old Lottie can get it. <laughs> Big time. All right. So, I mean, again, we already talked about her having something from Travis. I knew it. I called it out loud. I said, oh, she got a message. She got something from. She's like, I have a message. Pause. I go, it's from Travis. Mm -hmm. From Travis. I was like, (laughs) crushed. Uh, But yeah, of course, it's going to be that. So I'm very excited to see where that goes. Again, Just like Luke, I don't really have an opinion. I'm just like really fucking pumped. Mm-hmm. Is not going to buy into this. I love that now. It's like, oh, we calling each other friends now. That's crazy. Since when? So, not buying into it. Absolutely not. We'll see. Any final thoughts before we get into our new segment, MVPs and buzzkill of the episode and buzz, buzz, buzzkill of the episode. <laughs> it's no. great to be back, man. There's nothing I can say about it. I, like, I'm surprised that... Uh, like we we basically haven't even talked about it much in the chat, which I'm happy that we saved it for this conversation. But I like I didn't watch it till today. So if I didn't if I watched it earlier, I would have been freaking out, like needing to talk about this. I'm happy we got this out of our system and it's going to be the most fun thing ever to be able to actually use Reddit and like different blog posts to theorize with the community rather than just doing the Rooks and Vet version. So this is going to be fun and this is going to be I can already just tell like I'm just like so excited for next recording already. Agreed. All I got to say is Christina Ricci, Melanie Linsky, and uh, Jeff's is Warren Cole, I think. Love you guys. You Love you guys. Life. Love you guys. If you're listening, <laughs> love you guys. All right. Who wants to start? B-Toms? Well, I'll tell you what. My buzz, buzz, buzz kill of the episode is adult Shauna, <laughs> without a doubt. Surprise, surprise. Um, I'm going to go MVP adult Nat. I feel like limited screen time she made an appearance i like that she stuck a fork through possibly lottie's daughter i just she was coming out swinging this episode and she needed to Mm -hmm. 
All right, I'll go next. My I'm going to go MVP Young Nat, uh, kind of similar to Brian. I just think limited screen time, but Young Nat is just so down to earth and really cares for Travis. I think she's a great actress, and I love when she's on the screen. Um, I, I mean, at some point she turns into adult Nat, which is like really different. But so I really like this like down to earth Nat. And then I'm going to say my LVP of the episode is Crystal mm, because jerk. the song was jarring. It really was. I agree with you guys so much that it's like that is such a, a tell. Like You can't. They couldn't have ignored that for the first couple months. Yeah. So it's a little bit weird. It could have been anything else. Really? It could have been anything else in the world besides singing. But we'll see what they do. I saw I'm holding out hope that they that they're at least good deaths. Or good characters. Yep. That's what I'm holding on hope for. So Okay, so I will leave your MVP for you. I I, I It's not gonna be it's not Hefe? No. Because he, he didn't have an MVP episode. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, right. yep. I love him, but yeah. great charismatic moments. But I'm gonna take my MVP and stay biased in my zone and pick Jackie, baby. She's back. She's wow. around. I don't good care one. that she's dead, but she's back, baby. And then uh Buzzkill, since Kathleen took the answer in Crystal. I'll uh I'll go with Callie because yeah. selling dumping all those stocks we out. She's gonna sure. be a problem for adult Shauna. All right. Uh, that was gonna be my LVP. Um, I had Crystal or Callie, so <laughs> now I have to do this off the dome. So this is great. I'll do LVP. Oh, I'm just Simone. No, Simone was kind of justified. She was in the yeah. right. Steve? Am I about to give it to Hefe? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Don't give LVP Buzz to Hefe. Kill? Sorry, it is it's right. It's the biggest buzz kill. It's not the, the least valuable player. Okay. Um <laughs> actually then yeah, I will give it to Simone then. If, if we're talking buzz kill, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, why not? And because I don't have another answer really. MVP, we'll there. just give it to Steve. He'll give it all of my answers were taken there. So he's gonna be the rock. <laughs> Steve! He's gonna be the rock of the uh the family going forward. So wow. I have high expectations for Steve, and he's gonna live through the season. Hell yeah. All right. Well, put it on the board. Steve is is lasting the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's our episode. We will be back next week for episode two with bells on, baby. If you like what you heard, give Binchown TV a follow on Insta- Instagram, Twitter. Go check out binchowntv.com because we have all of our episodes archived there. We've got almost 350. We cover a ton of shows. We just finished covering The Last of Us. We just finished covering Yellow Jacket Season 2. We're Right now, we're covering Shadow and Bone and The Mandalorian, both amazing shows. Go check them out if you haven't binged them yet. I know they're relatively new in March. We've got good coverage on those. But yeah, so we are pumped to come back for Yellow Jackets. We will identify a day we're going to drop moving forward because I don't know that we know which days we're going to drop. But we'll try and keep it as steady as possible. But that's the episode. We are Binge Town TV. And buzz, 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 buzz. And thanks for listening, y'all. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.